As we always start these off, Suave. What's up, little bit? Uh-huh. What happened, little bit? What happened, little bit? Time for another Broken Pencil BC tournament. We're doing this shit because we, we, we better than you, and you know this. I mean, when you put the work in, you up with me shooting in the gym. We are internationally recognized as those who are with the shit in this space. I am Wood. Nope. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Swan Burgundy. We are the Broken Pistol Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. This is a Broken Pistol Tournament this time. Finish him! We end them all. Finish this tournament. Now, we know, we know you're going to have smoke for us. And that's quite all right. We don't care. It's quite all right. We are gas mask. Show at BrokenPistolBC.com, BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com, at BrokenPistolBC on everything social. So that's at BrokenPistolBC on what? Everything. Everything. Every damn thing. Everything. Let's get this shit moving, man. Oh, let's let people know now. There are no submission finishers in this tournament. What? That is for a there that is for another that is for another tournament. Ah, okay. All coming right. soon from the gang. These are all strike high impact finishers. There are no submissions. That means no guillotines, no Hell's Gate, no figure four, no scorpion deathlock. No Indian death lock. No ankle lock. No spinning toe hold. <laughs> no arm bar. <laughs> Tec- technically, the sleeper hold, because it's akin to the rear naked choke, neither one of them will t- participate this day. If it, if None what if whatever your finisher is is accompanied by a three count, this is what enters the tournament. Not raise the arm three times and let it drop. Not referee stoppage. Check that both shoulder Not, blades uh, have hit the mat. Count with an even cadence. One, gotta count. two, three. Got to count the lights. You know what? what is a, uh, a finisher that could have made this list, but we didn't put it on here? What's that? The finger poke of doom. Oh, buddy. Oh. But I, I have a surprise entrant at the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! Yeah, I don't even know what this is, boy. It's gonna be off oh, the glass. Yeah. Oh yeah, outside and up in this bitch simultaneously <laughs> at the same damn time. So, are you ready to do this? Run it. Sixty-four teams. Or, I'm sorry, sixty-four finishers have made this tournament. We will whittle it, whittle it down to one champion finisher because there can only be one. And these will be fights to the finish. I'm trying to move through this kind of swiftly because, you know, we have so many entries, so many entrants. There'll be a lot of quick decisions on here. So people are going home early. And, uh, you know, we apologize for nothing. These are in no particular or ranking or order. This is Random. a we, 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 we lined out a list. We randomized the list, put them in a pool of 64. We're doing the smartest man style. Seating. 
one winner. What? what there, there's there's no there's no backup bracket. There's no loser bracket. This isn't round robin. You don't get points. You win or you lose. That's it. In our first matchup, are you ready? Run the play. The twist of fate versus crossroads. Twist of fate Ooh. made popular by the Hardy Boys. The crossroads made popular. And mainstream wrestling by Cody Rhodes, but Suave, you have a little factoid about this one. I do. Uh, shout out to Reno of the Natural Born Thrillers of uh, late WCW fame, who used this uh, particular finisher, and it was called not Snake Eyes. Roll, even the, roll of the dice. To, yes, Roll of the Dice. Snake Eyes may have been a, a previous name, but it finished up as Roll of the Dice. Not to be confused with Vinny Vegas's Snake Eyes. And I, what I believe is that they started calling it Snake Eyes, realized that it belongs somewhere else, and then changed it to Roll of the Dice. But if anyone else can refute that, uh, at Broken Pencil BC on everything. Everything, yes, sir. So, based on the impact of this move. Right. They both equally have have done things such as win championships, have caused like upset victories. Facts. Uh, They're both high impact to to the upper torso and the neck area of their opponent. This is a really rough one to start off with. Yeah, this is a hell of a matchup. And and they're both about the same age, too, if you really think about it. Facts. Like, (laughs) I've, I've seen Crossroads done beautifully, I've seen Crossroads look very fucking fugly and you know what that that's that is my breaking point right there even though the more dangerous finisher would be crossroads i really think because of the the aesthetics and the the long-term impact for twist of fate i I, my edge goes out to twist of fate who you got um crossroads always seemed weird to me because the the deliverer of the move is taking impact on their back like the the person taking the move ends up on top pause <laughs> we've seen far far prettier twists of fate than we have crossroads over the years and in, 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 the, in the full dichotomy of the of the histories of the move this is true but also twist of fate seems to be in the same class as two other finishers in this tournament Ooh. There's just one additional movement. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm still taking Twist of Fate, though. Still? Yeah, I'm still. Because you can take the ugliest Twist of Fate against the ugliest Crossroads, and you're still going to take Twist of Fate. Possibly. Uh, I don't know, man. I've seen some ugly. Coin flip. Coin flip. We got the first coin flip of the day. Started off with a coin flip. Ooh, I'm taking it's gonna be open. It's gonna be open today, y'all. Let's see. I won't be. Got. I won't be upset no matter what happens here. All right. So, going to our good old coin flip. Yep. Heads is for uh, for crossroads. No, sorry. Heads is for twist of fate. Tails is for crossroads. We're up in the air now. Coming down. Uh-huh. It is tails. Oh my. Oh. A little, little action there. We, to me, this is an upset. We is got it? To, to me, 
because it's not what I wanted, but I'll, I'll accept the, the coin flip. Twist of Fate gets knocked out at the very last. Uh, he kicks out at two and takes a crossroads for the three. <laughs> mm, that's rough. That's rough. This, I'm going to feel bad. I'm really going to feel bad about that later on because now I just ruined a potentially great matchup towards the, the end of this. Oh man, that would that would have been amazing. <laughs> if we get there, if we if we get there, <laughs> we'll talk but, about. But we'd have had the coin flip for that too. Oh, oh I'm. I, I don't, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right. All right. Next matchup: Rainmaker versus Ooh. the Styles Clash. The Rainmaker is a short arm clothesline. Well, I'm sorry, a short arm lariat. Let's be very specific about the difference between a clothesline and a lariat, as documented by Lord Stephen Regal. Or William Regal. What is the difference between the two? A close down will knock you. A clothesline will knock you down. A lariat will take you out. Mm. <laughs> okay. So there will be no clotheslines in this tournament, but there will be an appearance of at least one lariat. I'm gonna call it the clothesline from hell, regardless of what it is. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> So that's it. Mama, na- Mama named him Clay, and I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> so we have a short arm clothesline versus a. Essentially, it's a uh, it's it's a man assisted pancake into a pinning <laughs> combination. I'm going with Styles uh, Clash on this one. Me too. All right, it's unanimous. St- Styles Clash. Styles Clash for the win. For the W. Sorry, sorry, Okada. In our next matchup, Running. a a a Gen Y classic versus Uh-oh. a Gen X staple, the Diamond Cutter versus uh-huh. the Super Kick. Diamond Cutter, thank you and good night. Super Kick made popular by Chris the a- gentleman Chris Adams of Stra- Stratford <laughs> Avon, Avon, Even of our hey. Avon, England. Oh, Taken to the top of the world by Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, a.k.a. Michael Hickenbottom, but it, it has been bastardized since then. By numerous and people, including the Usos, including the Young Bucks. I was going to say, damn, you mentioned them. I was saying, including people we don't want to mention on this show. Sorry. Sorry. Well, <laughs> well what's, what's done is done, so... Super kick, thank you for coming to the party. Diamond Cutter, you've made it to the next round. Next up. Alright. Self high five. Ooh, man. Ooh. Think about the first time you saw this one, Suave. Okay. The Scorpion Death Drop. Ooh, 1997, you bitch. Versus the Alabama Jam. Ah, damn, Bobby. By Alabama Jam. Is a whiplash power bomb. No, no, no. The whip Alabama jam is a. Uh, oh, wait. Bobby eating off the top that's rope. That's the top rope. The leg, leg drop. drop. Ooh. That's the top rope <laughs> leg drop, baby. Alabama slam. Slam is the, is the whip. There we it's, go. Is a pendulum power bomb. Oh, man. Wow. You know what's crazy? Bobby Eaton was really the, the only one to, to successfully execute the Alabama jam. Right. Throughout time, should have crushed his tailbone, but apparently he knew how to do it right. But Sting brings out a new move after after an 18, 19 month absence from television. 
and no one knows what to think because it just seems as as impactful as a DDT, or is essentially the same embodiment of the DDT, just in reverse. Facts. Man, I'm look. I I appreciate everything that Bobby Eaton means to the world of professional wrestling. May he rest in peace. Uh, absolutely. I I gotta take the Scorpion Death Drop. I'm with you. I'm with I you. love I love watching the Alabama Jam get hit because when Bobby Eaton does it, it's fucking perfect. It's, it's a wrap. It's over. Yeah, but he's the only person who can do that, though. But people don't casually kick out of either either move, right? And you know, back then finishes were protected. Yeah. And this one, the, the Scorpion Death Drop, no matter who does it, is still protected. Shout they're, out to the Harlem Hangover that's sort of like a, a country cousin of the Alabama Jam. There you go. That's <laughs> that's just, that's just Alabama that's Alabama Jam with seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> with Lowry's. Lowry's. <laughs> a Scorpion Death Drop has advanced. Uh, coming up in the next bracket. Yeah, let's run it. The Batista, the Batista Bomb. Uh-huh. Also, also could be rivaled as the Pearl River Plunge, depending on which era you grew up in. Same move, different setup. There's traditional power bomb placement on the Batista bomb. There's a butterfly suplex positioning at the beginning of the Pearl River Plunge. That's the only difference. So we make them, you know, basically uh, sister wives. <laughs> From country cousin to sister wives. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> try to use as, as much vocabulary as possible. Taking on. The Roaring Elbow. Mmm. Masato Tanaka. You you have Masato Tanaka on the Japan side of things. You have Xavier Woods, who is obviously a fan of a, a new Japan or Japanese wrestling culture, as well as the greatest man ever lived, Austin Aries, a double, if you will. These are all uh, people who have used the Roaring Elbow to perfection mm-hmm. but to be honest with you as as rough as that one may be I think the Batista bomb and the Pearl River Pearl River Plunge which the, the biggest difference is the double underhook on the Pearl River Plunge um, but essentially there they are ver- variations of the power bomb in which people or of a sit out power bomb rather in which people did not kick out of I'm going with the uh, with the uh, with the bomb I think I agree. Oh, well, look at this. Yeah, look at this. We ain't got, we ain't got to no smoke now, yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've I've used it. Like if I do a creator wrestler, I've I've had the roaring elbow as the finisher and a, either the finisher or a signature. I I like the move. I'm just thinking about that list of people who've used it and used it effectively is very short. Sit out power bombs look good almost regardless of who does it. And depending on how heavy you are as a deliverer, it would determine its effectiveness as a finisher. Fact. So, yeah. Batista Bomb, Pro River Plunge, you've made it to the next round. Bomb it is. Going up against... The art of sound bombing. Ha ha. Going up against... The Bulldog? Wait, wait. Say it again? The Pro River Plunge... Or the Batista bomb will be going up against either. No, no, 
I thought I thought they just won. Hold on. No, no, they 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 won. Okay. Yeah. But the next the next match in this bracket is the Bulldog. Uh huh. Versus the One Winged Angel. Oh shit. This this one ain't as cut and dry as it seems. You've had Dustin Rhodes. You've had. Sam Houston. I forgot about Sam Houston with the Bulldog. Right. Michael P.S. Hayes. Um, who else? Um, give me give me a running Bulldog. Uh, That's a good question. It's like I, I can't make a long list. Dustin Rhodes is always who comes to mind. That's the first person comes to mind because he's been he's been around the longest and he's still doing it. I like I like the delivery on his the most too. Yeah, it, so uh, his, his, his is the one that is the uh it's the I guess the bar. Because he would do it uh because even Barry Wyndham did it for a little bit too. Um which may have been how Dustin Rose got his hands on it. Um you run and you sit out. And as you sit out, you dump your opponent's forehead onto the mat. You run, you slide, you hit the ramp and take a dive. Uh, it's also the uh, the what has been known as the Ace Crusher from Johnny Ace. Crush your ace, boy. So Johnny Ace took it overseas. I'm I'm assuming because most of his uh, his his highest. Uh, praises and pro wrestling have come from Japan versus the one winged angel there's only one person that has that move there's only one person I've seen do that move not only does it look cool but it's effective and it's believable that you cannot kick out of it because all of the all of the force required to lay shoulders to a mat are in favor of the person delivering the hold Right, and and it's a protected finisher. You don't see people ever kick out of it. It's not like a, it's not one. If you ever see somebody kick out of it, it's a moment. You you'll Versus, see you'll see people not get put in it before you see people get kicked out of it. Indeed. One winged angel, I, I I think goes to the next round. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I hate to see the bulldog go so soon. Simply because I just I love the way it's it's executed when Dustin Rhodes does it, and I feel like somebody somewhere in this new modern era can benefit from taking that and making it a finisher again. Because you don't need to be able to lift anybody to do it. You technically can hit it from anywhere. You know, you know who would be and perfect Rick, for this. And Rick Steiner used to come off the top rope and do it. Oh yeah, it was assisted, which is why that's not a finisher. But yeah, no, 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 no. no. When he had his solo run, like when, oh yeah, the, that's right. Back you, in the back yeah. in the early nineties, Scott tore his bicep and had to take some time off, and Rick Steiner had a solo run to the point that he ended up with a Clash of the Champions World Title match against Vader, and his finisher was the top rope bulldog. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm outside. <laughs> and up in this bit. Simultaneously. Up in this bit. Up in this bit. Up in this bit. Up in this bit. 
there's an article you need to read about this too. I'm about to I'm about to forward this over to you, but this is as an interesting depth to this conversation. Moving okay. on for, into the next round, though, is the one wing angel. Dog. Mm. Now that's gonna, be up for, that's gonna be up for debate by the time you actually get this article. I'm about to send you. Uh, at, at any rate, moving on to the next round. Next bracket we have the spine buster in all of its carnation incarnations. Double mm. Uh, Booker T. Ron Simmons. Uh, versus, even Triple H. Versus the world's strongest slam. I hate to do this. The Spine Buster is such a technical marvel. and Especially when, when Arn Anderson does it. The, the, every anybody who has come across Arn Anderson's path, you know because of how they snap this spine buster. Um, the way he turns somebody in midair, it is a thing of beauty. It is a work of art. It is similar to uh, Bob Holly drop kicks. <laughs> it's like it's it's like King Griffey's swing. It is pretty. Meanwhile, it's pretty and it is effective. Meanwhile, the world's strongest slam. You only see this this type of body slam executed by those upwards of 300 pounds. It yeah, is, it only looks effective when you're yeah, three three and above. If if you are a cruiserweight doing this, it, no soup for you. You it, you do not get applause for doing a falling for a front falling body slam onto your opponent if you weigh less than 300 pounds. It's not even believable. But when you are over 300 pounds and you do this, it's surprising that more people haven't vomited, wink, wink, when this move has been executed. <laughs> as, as much as I oh hate to do this in the, in the first round, I have to advance the World's Strongest Slam over the Spine Buster. I'm taking Spine Buster. I'm not oh, here no. we go. Yes. Cause, cause, yes. And here's my argument. The list of people that have been able to do this effectively is as short as fuck. All right. It's it's Mark Henry and maybe Otis. I saw Otis do it like two weeks ago. Who else can do it and make it look worth anything? I, I because they don't. I think the, the next person who, who who could pull it off is AJ Francis, aka Top Dollar. I think he and could he pull it off. And he hasn't done it yet. And he hasn't done he it hasn't yet. He hasn't done it yet. Omos, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. he's too tall. He's too he's too but, tall for me to believe it because he has you have to keep in mind tall people have to go have to go down and those knees just don't true, hold up. But he's four hundred plus and doing it from that height might look impressive as shit. That might be a you fun one. You won't know to watch. until he yeah. does it. That might be a fun one to watch. At any rate, it sounds like another coin flip to me. You ready for this? I am, but I'm about to be upset. All right. So, heads is going to be for the Spine Buster. Tails is going to be for the World's Strongest Slam. And we are up in the air. Come on, Arn. Coming Come down. On, Arn. It Come is on, Arn. Tails. It is Tails, the World's Strongest Slam. I don't support this at all. <sighs> you find Tender Key, bring it to me. We flush it down the toilet because we don't support drugs. You know what? Hold on. Let me go back. Let me go uh -oh. back this while. 
<laughs> I, I, I have my <laughs> eyes closed. I, I see my clock says 605. Uh-huh. I, I, I see red baseball jacket uh-huh. embroidered tights. Yep. Yeah. Come on. Testify. Come on. I, I, I see flames on tights. Wait, I, I see. I, I see. I see black. I see all black long tights. I see Jerry curls. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see spaceships on Bankhead. We have. We have an. Uh, <laughs> you do spaceships on Bankhead, sir. We have. We have an upset after an upset. Spinebuster is going to advance to the next round. Thank you. Thank the spine buster. Thank those who executed it. Because when you put Otis in that conversation, he can execute it, but he can't win. Mark Henry. There's a there there is a spine buster that Arn Anderson executed on Johnny B. Bad. It's the Clash of the Champion Clash of the Champions in Vegas where Pillman got Heenan to break on camera. It's that same one for those of you who are, looking, who are looking for it on the cock. So this is like 95. And it's some spot where they outside running around the ring. Arn gets back in the ring first. Johnny B. Bad follows, catches him slipping, and just spikes him with the prettiest spine buster I have seen to where the crowd popped for the heel. Come on, bro. Was this, was this the boxer versus wrestler match? No, that's from Uncensored, same year. This uh, is a Clash of the Champions. Okay, hold on, because I'm, I'm about to pull this up. I right remember now. Boxer versus Wrestler. There was no Spine Buster in that unless it happened after the match. Let's see here. Clash of the Champions. I'm wondering. So, nah, that's definitely not so. it. That's Saturday night. That's also Saturday night. Uh. Yeah, we're dragging this out for you. Don't give a shit. Um, let's see. Don't here. worry about it. You'll be fine. We're looking for something. I got a. What I'm watching right now is a Spine Buster compilation that goes from '88 all the way to 2002. And and like literally, Arn Anderson has been hitting this thing with to perfection since the Brain Busters in WWF days. And it's just he done spiked Shawn Michaels with it. He done spiked a smash of demolition. It's, it's a 180 degree pivot on one foot, and the the motion Perfect. of the hips is what really nails this. Like, and then the the float over into the cover. Oh, he caught hot stuff. Eddie Gilbert coming off the top rope with a spine buster. Yes. Oh man, I need, send me that. Send oh, me that. Oh, stuck Luger. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Share. We'll come back. I'm gonna have to watch this one. I'm laying down tonight. Uh, moving on to the next round, the Six. Dominator versus the Rude Awakening. Damn, bro, Rude Awakening. I ain't I, gonna think I, about it too much. Yeah, I'm I got gonna, I got Rude tripping. Awakening too, man. It, it's too it's too cool. <laughs> greatest greatest neck breaker in the history of of professional wrestling. Uh, it's the slowest. You know who we did. Know who else we didn't put on here? Who's that? The sh- uh, shake, rattle, and roll. See, we talking about neck breakers. That was that was a finisher. That that's a that's a traditional swinging neck breaker with a little booty yes. shake on the front end. And uh, 
but but we didn't put it on there. But it, it belongs to the person who holds the record for the longest intercontinental title reign in the history of that belt. Hunky Tonk Man. Um, yep. Rude, awake, rude Awakening is a after being tenderized by a Matt technician and Rick Rude, you get slowly viced around to where you are back to back but your neck is sitting on top of his shoulder and just as he's ready to let you go he falls out of nowhere and your neck is perceived to hit the back of his shoulder and you're there's Jarring no the spine there's no getting up from it the dominator is this a it's a variation of a spine buster slash power bomb slash one-handed slam and uh, very few people can execute that. The Rude Awakening hasn't looked the same since Rick Rude has stopped wrestling. May he rest in peace as well. But that move was so dope and so devastating. We're definitely going with the Rude Awakening collectively on that. Love it. All right. Here's a fun one. Frog Splash versus the Jackhammer. Oh shit! The jackhammer. This randomizer. This randomizer is throwing some heat. Oh, oh, no! Just I'm looking at. I'm looking at the rest of it just for, for what I can see on this screen right now. Ugh. Uh, jackhammer, a high vertical suplex that converts into a flip over body slam. Executed by oh, one yeah. Bill Goldberg. One of the few moves now, go- he, he can't botch. Goldberg. <laughs> Go <laughs> bullshit. Um, Goldberg did use this more as a setup for the spear. Billy Gunn used it as a finisher briefly um, during that whole the one Billy Gunn phase. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen as many people use it as a finisher, even though it absolutely is one. But let's talk about this frog splash though. You have do that. You have three people in the best frog splash conversation, and they're not named Eddie Guerrero. Who they, they is? Well, one could argue Rob Van Dam. Uh huh. One could argue the the latest entrant into this conversation, Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. Young Tez. One could also argue D'Lo Brown. Facts. D'Lo, D'Lo's Frog Splash is so special because it takes a... Like, if you're familiar with... Uh, oh, what's my man from D.C.? Man of the Hour. Leo Rush. For me, with Leo Rush's uh-huh. uh, Frog Splash, that is a variation of D'Lo Brown's Frog Splash. D'Lo Brown jumps off the top rope spreads his legs puts both of his hands in between the airspace of both of the legs then going uh-huh. into a full body extension for the landing for those of you who are familiar with NBA in the in the early and mid 90s um, it's akin to Harold Miner's performance in the dunk contest also C.D. Brown Damn, I don't even remember D Brown. I the, what I remember D Brown for in the in the dunk contest is the no look. 
basically hitting the dab before the dab was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Harold he, Miner. Harold Miner and D Brown both had reverse dunks, where the legs were spread and the the ball was right in the middle, straight down, like full, full arm extension as far as you can down towards the legs while the legs were in a V formation. Basically, the ball goes down ankle height and gets pulled back up while the while the dunker's in midair, and there's a reverse dunk over the back of the head. And there's your D Lo Brown frog splash off the top right. Rope. Yeah, D'Lo's frog splash is essentially just that in reverse. Um, Rob Van Dam's frog splash. Uh, also, uh, Montez Ford's frog, frog splash. Extreme heights because no one gets higher than Rob Van Dam. And the landing seems to hurt both people damn near equally. But if you think about somebody just being flat, flat on their back, absorbing that, that impact... I think the frog splash takes out the jackhammer. Because I don't know enough people who actually used it as a finish and not a setup for a finish, I'm going to go frog splash too. All right, there it is. Broken pistol logic applied. Next up. Van Damme in 98 is just some shit to see. <laughs> Van Damme in, in 18 is still some shit to see. Like, go back and watch his impact shit in, t- <laughs> uh, in 2018. This is very true. But you had to live, you really had to live Van Damme in ECW. Like, that's some shit you really had to be there for. It was a lifestyle, yeah. <laughs> it was a whole lifestyle. Boy. Like, the whole the whole effing show, Mr. Uh, Mr. Monday Night, like, all that. <laughs> RVD 420, Mr. <laughs> Pay-Per-View, right down the middle, daddy. Bill Alfonso. Like, he was he was the, in a faction that wasn't even a faction. With, with the said, ring he, intro. He Oh yeah, the the tag team partners that would tear each other's throat out, <laughs> all because of Bill Alfonso, <laughs> bro. Uh, because Sabu was a cantankerous motherfucker at all times. Uh, next and up. Van Dam didn't give a shit. Oh man, next up, good times. The Fisherman Suplex, better known as the Perfect Plex. You know, say when you lead with fisherman suplex, that doesn't sound no. anything like no, 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 perfect I, plex. I need the introduction, a proper introduction for the perfect plex. Versus, shout out to the Pittsburgh Plunge, which is like the the not so pretty cousin. <laughs> Versus the six thirty. Oh, these matchups is rough, bro. The perfect plex, when it was done by Mister Perfect meant the end he hooks that suplex it's over nobody kicked out of the perfect plex until you know i can name the three people i've i've seen kick out educate me on this one i want to hear it carrie von eric Ooh. (laughs) and this is like in 1990 because you know they had that SummerSlam 90 match and uh actually he kicked out of it in that match uh hulk hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. And what company to be in? Because Kerry Von Erich was was slated to be one of the greatest IC champs of all time, and due to right. numerous circumstances, he was he wasn't given that opportunity. Mister Perfect Kurt Hennig so, definitely was one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. On top of being yes. an AWA World Heavyweight Champion, and did not use the move until he came to WWE. 
So you got three world champions, and those are the only people that I can really pay attention to that kicked out of it. Maybe oh, Bret Hart was the other one. I'm about to say like you're you're the the Carrie Von Eric you can take out of this equation, but if you add Bret Hart, Ultimate Warrior, and Good Try Terry, those are your champions of the '80s and the '90s, all right there. Kerry got a brief, like a brief sniff of the NWA World Title. Yeah, yeah, that was that was more so of a tribute. Three weeks. They 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 had a vacation. <laughs> I don't think it was three weeks. Uh, but I may be wrong. I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's typically how that's long they were, like those reigns were. But I can find out for you. It what whatever it was, they were here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, either way. I don't think the uh, the lineage of the perfect plex does have a lot of weight. The 630 is the 630 is impressive because you don't have a whole lot of people who can do it effectively. Ricochet nails that shit every time. Ricochet is still flipping off the top of the damn cage from when he was in Las Vegas for uh, war games back in 2018. Bruh. Still. <laughs> he's still he's still turning. Like, <laughs> it, when Ricochet does it, he turns into a human cannon. He okay. You ever played Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega? Oh, of when course. you push the down down arrow button and he starts spinning. <laughs> that's what that's what Ricochet is doing in midair before he lands, spinning like Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> and and lands it perfectly every time, which is like when you're not looking, that feels like the most impossible shit to do. So with the degree of difficulty, I'm giving 630. Um, effectiveness, Ricochet really doesn't wrestle often enough now for it to say for us to say that. But you know, we have a, a long list of people that Mr. Perfect is knocked down with that. I will say nobody's kicked out of 630. Ooh. Uh, but 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 not for nothing. If you're gonna have three or four people kick out of the perfect plex. Those that's not a bad list of four to have kick out, and they're all world champions, all Hall of Famers, right? Um, I got perfect plex. Run it, perfect plex. Run it. Yeah, run it, perfect plex. Uh, all right, and your answer to your question is eighteen days. I first said no, it wasn't three weeks. No, but it's three days. Couldn't have been three, three weeks. Three days short of three weeks, but it was eighteen days in total. Hey, look, a day late and a dollar short just leaves you with no coffee and no way to get home. We're, we're gonna we're gonna move past this one real quick. You ready for this? Run it. The stunner versus the flying forearm. Well, thank you for coming, Tito. <laughs> hey. We we put the flying forearm on here strictly for Tito Santana, but also AJ shout Styles. Out to Terry Taylor with, with the five five arm. arm. <laughs> Look at you outside, okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I wasn't thinking about phenomenal forearm. That probably should have gone on this list. We didn't have it here, but no, I was thinking you know Tito Santana's forearm and shout out to the five arm from Terry Taylor because it's better yeah, than because it's, the, cause it's bigger, bigger and better than the forearm. <laughs> Uh, all right. Here, here's another one. You ready for this one? This one, ooh. These matches could be finals. You understand me? Stunner is the only runaway that we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Sister Abigail 
versus the spear. Mm. Spear. Hands down, spear. They're so Sister Abigail is Sister Abigail is like the estranged stepsister of of Crossroads. Crossroads. (laughs) All right, let's see what we have here. They're step siblings. I mean, made made popular by Bill Goldberg, uh, accentuated by Edge, and a commonplace today by your tribal chief, head of the table. And have you had your daily acknowledgement? We have now. And might I add, a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Roman Reigns, Universal Champion. Shout, you out, feel me? shout out to Bobby Lashley, who's used the spear. Bobby, uh, Lash- Bobby Lashley's spear is. It's, it's incredible because you know how of a wide how a wide upper body he has, and for him to hit the spear with shoulder first and then flip into people yeah, the, people the, take it the, to different the levels. Forward roll, yeah, man. The forward roll is so impressive. So yeah, spear. All right, moving on to the next one. Oh my god! Oh man, swab. Oh man, this randomizer. You got you got smoke with the randomizer. Buckshot Lariat uh-huh. versus the Angle Slam or the Olympic Slam. Angle Slam, Buckshot Lariat ain't number one shit. <laughs> it has. It's won what? world titles. Or a title. Considering the circumstances of all the people involved, I'm good. But look how many look how many main events the Angle Slam or the Olympic Slam has uh has has given us. With a broken freaking neck. With a broken freaking neck. <laughs> it's true, it's damn true. You think I'm finna pick Man, get out get real. Alright. Hey, this one it, this, it, it looks it looks cute, but it's just a clothesline. This one sounds easy. This one's not gonna be as easy as you may think. I have my pick uh, already though. You ready? Of course you do. Go ahead. Well, because I see I see who's next. That's why. The Death Valley Driver, better known as the DVD. Yeah, shout out to Saturn, shout out to Louis Piccoli. Versus the Razor's Edge. Razor's Edge. I got Razor's Edge too, bro. <laughs> Razor's Edge. It's, it's not as clear cut as it seems. It's just because of how, like. It's, it's an iconic thing. Like, it's people who have who have tried that in their living room for like the last thirty years. Think about that. He both moves through a table. Which one looks more devastating? Easily, it's the razor's uh, edge. Mm, looks more. Look, every time someone does the Death Valley Driver, you always got to check and see because of the way the person taking it lands. You always got to take a second, like, uh, yeah, I. But if it's razor's going, edge, yeah. just like. But if you're going through uh, something, you know that neck is, is that, that neck is tucked. You know it is. Yeah, but landing on those upper shoulders ain't fun either. <laughs> it's, there's vertebrae there too. Very true. I still got landing razor's high edge. on. The, landing high on the shoulders is almost as bad as landing. Yeah. Yeah. Razor's edge. All right. Uh, Come on, Damian Priest. I need you to hit that a little bit more often. Pause. Funny you should mention Damian Priest. Cold Breaker versus Power Bomb is the next round. Damn, Doc. Come on, Power Bomb is too fucking iconic, bro. 
you the code breaker is dope, but only a couple bomb, only bro. a couple people use the code breaker. Only one uses it to perfection, and he is and he's even had to modify it over the last couple of years where it doesn't even look nearly as cool as it did when it first came out. Power bomb has been when around. When he first started doing it, yeah, yeah. The, the when he the power bomb Vader first person, I'm like, oh my god, like you thought people were dead. Uh, they named it. They named it. First of all, Joe Thurman. Sorry, I say about Vader's power bomb. Joe Thurman. <laughs> he broke his back. God bless. Spinal. Him. Spinal. Yeah. They named a tag team Masters of the Power Bomb. Shout out to Sid, Sid Vicious. Vicious. <laughs> Getting outside, boy. Like get. I mean, power bomb, bro. I'm not even to worry. No, I ain't wasting no time with this. Sid bring Vicious up, in a re- in a regional territory, killing folks with a power bomb. Vader in a worldwide uh, company killing folks with with power bombs and and here you are legitimately injuring folks not that that's that's something to beat your (laughs) chest on but it happened we gotta talk about aka aka Kevin Nash jackknife power bomb come on bro he he jackknife big show and almost killed him bruh bruh devastating and shout out to uh, Wardlow keeping the tradition going with the Power Bomb Symphony. Baldo bombs, like come on, man. <laughs> Power bomb, bomb it is. Thank you, Th- thank you, thank you kindly. Appreciate it. This one, see yourself you- out. Four fifty splash. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like to talk about this one for just a brief second because it's, it's not going to have a, a, a long outing here. We four fifty versus six thirty. The four fifty was one of the first flip moves to get banned. And, <laughs> but the cool thing about the 450 was when you when you landed it, that impact was similar to that of a frog splash, but people stuck the landing and stayed there and absorbed all of it that came with it. So it looked like a very- uh Billy Kidman, who also, also shooting star press for Billy Kidman, which is this one that's on the list later on, I'm sure. Um, right, Matt's didn't Matt Sidell hit a hit a four fifty two? Well, he did a shooting star press, and I think he also occasionally bust out a uh, four fifty. Yeah, he he definitely he did both. Um, most most high, smaller high flyers are known for breaking out the four fifty. Um, AJ with the springboard four fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that super pretty, f- phenomenal, even AJ. AJ move says so motherfucking cold. I'm 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 gonna keep it real with you. A lot of y'all to be saying so and so or so and so is the best wrestler in the world. If you ain't fucking with AJ, I don't even consider it. AJ has a has a a roster full of finishers that he can break out at any given time. You can't even enter the chat if you can't get by Uncle Allen. So so four fifty versus the Muscle Buster. Muscle Buster, let's go. And it's not even close. Joe's gonna kill you. Hey, they devil. The funeral is the muscle bust. The, the best thing, the best way I can describe that that move is a a packaged suplex. That that yeah. pro- probably yeah. about the best way I can explain is a packaged suplex and and falling or, or running or falling or yeah whatever muscle buster it is. All right. He can make it look as safe or make it look as ugly as he wants to. We got a main event here. You ready? 
Yup. Pedigree. Okay. Versus Kinshasa. Or Kinshasa. Mmm. Uh, as much as I like the person delivering the Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Um, I love the move. I love that it sells the whole strong style thing. It looks incredible when he does it. Um, the pedigree is just more iconic. The the it's, lineage the, we've had overlap with pedigree, and it couldn't have gone to a better candidate. And pedigree gives birth to the Pepsi Plunge, and uh, gives. What's what's Tommaso Ciampa's finisher called? Oh boy! Now now you got me thinking. Uh, the, the fairy tale ending. Fairy tale ending. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, these moves yeah. don't happen without Pedi- the pedigree. pedigree. Pedigree, it is. Pedigree. Oh. Uh, ah, I feel I feel bad about that. I'm sorry. Hey, Shin, it's nothing personal. Hey, look, how about this though? The what next up? round is the running power slam, aka the Oklahoma Stampede. Uh-huh. Versus the shooting star press. Look, all this flippy do shit is cool, right? <laughs> but we talking about junkyard dog, Dr. British Def, bulldog, Doctor Def Steve Williams, uh, Davy Boy Smith. <laughs> uh, yes, British bulldog, um, Braun Strowman. Oh, um, say less. Action Bronson just hit a running power slam on Rampage. Oh man, and, and not his, that and, long ago. And his pro wrestling that that wasn't even his debut. A uh, Rampage that last night. I mean, his debut? I think. Well, I'm not last night. I'm nah, ra- <laughs> tripping. Yeah, it's fresh <laughs> on your mind. But that is, but that is, that is his wrestling debut, and he hit a running power slam. Like that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, who else has used the running power slam? Uh. The Warlord used to do Warlord. Oh. Uh, yeah. Barbarian yeah, has slam. used it. Uh, the Shooting Star Press is probably one of the more iconic moves off the top rope. But we got too much flippy do shit advancing anyway. I'm good. Yeah. Power it, Slam. Power Slam it is. Uh, ground, and, ground and Pound. Sometimes we got to keep it old school. And the people that, the old school people that we named off, worthy. No James. Oh yeah, Doctor Death made you touch turnbuckles before you caught your power slam too. <laughs> he ran you from one side of the ring to the other and made you touch uh, turnbuckles with your lower back and spine. Fuck you, mean. <laughs> As I'm looking at this uh, this compilation right now, no, they don't uh, keep rolling. The the next joint we have up is. Pay Dirt versus Sheldon Sheldon Benjamin versus the Flying Elbow Drop, and I put emphasis on the Flying Elbow Drop. Now, if how we, many people do we know that actually use that as a finisher besides Macho Man Randy Savage? Uh, CM Punk has uh, as a finisher, not as a setup. Well, no, we we've seen them finish matches with it. Uh, we've also seen Dolph Ziggler Have finish. We? Match. Yes. Uh, so pay, pay Dirt is uh, it's a jumping reverse bulldog. Yeah, Would that's you, a good way to describe it. 
uh, what was Canyon's finishing maneuver? Maneuver the flatline. Flatliner. Flatliner. So it's basically a jumping flatliner. And uh, versus- Sheldon's the only one who's done it that I that I remember. Uh, especially as for as long as he's used it, uh, right? If 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 the move and him was better protected, oh, this would be it'd be a question. Have we have we not seen Heartbreak Kid win a match with the flying elbow drop? It was always the setup to Sweet Chain music. Oh, okay, that's a shame. You know what's crazy? What's that? Off that alone, Peter is about to advance. Wow! But look, here's my here's gonna be the one. Here's, here's what's going to make it where you can't really do that. Macho Man Randy Savage won a world championship Multiple. with that move. Multiple. Multiple. Multiple, but he ran through a tournament and hit that bitch four times, four times in one night. And got, the, and, got, and got the same pop every time. All right. And pay he dirt. Keeps, he keeps it strong. You never see that, you never see that move hit and it doesn't look impactful he don't pull up on that shit either you gonna brace yourself or you gonna brace yourself with with ace bandages <laughs> well it looks like flying elbow drop you are uh you're not here i'm sorry sorry you are advancing to the next round peter thanks for playing um keep it g the double stomp aka the coup de gras Co- <laughs> Double foot stomp when you're dealing with Kevin Sullivan. Coup de gras when you're dealing with Finn Balor. Versus the Tombstone. And thanks, thanks for coming. All right. Um, tombstone. Lethal injection. Lethal injection living next to your home. Versus the pile driver. Damn. Lethal inter- lethal injection coming next to your home. Lethal <laughs> lethal injection. <laughs> Is a, a a a handspring springboard cutter versus the pile driver that has been used as a finisher was outlawed was used to to break and maim right you name it they've used it and this is I'm, not this I'm is taking. not this is not the tombstone we're talking about. We're talking pile driver. We're talking Paul Orndorff, Eric Embry, uh, Jerry Lawler. From, yeah, I was gonna say that guy from Memphis. Um, Cactus Jack. Even though his is a slight variation, his his, his is a very crippling variation of such. Tommy uh, Dreamer. Tommy used to Dreamer. Use not as a finisher, but yeah, part of his repertoire. Um. Yeah, when people were able to use it, it's always looked good. It's always been something that's like you gonna set up an injury angle, you pile drive somebody on the floor. And um, I, if you if you haven't seen what any of these people that we're talking about, like Eric Embry look, made a career being the Google master it. pile driver, but Paul Orndorff in the <sighs> early eighties in WWF, ju- a leaping, not even jumping, a leaping pile driver. He was giving people the business. He even did it in WCW when he was tagging with uh, Paul Roma. It's pretty wonderful. In his 40s. Almost his 50s. Dropping him. A pile driver for me. Yeah, pile driver it is. All right. It. Here, here. Oh, man. Oh, man. This one's going to be quick, too. 
Don't give me the. F- I thought you say you. I thought you were about to give me the finals in in one of these. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm. I'm trying my best not to even look ahead anymore. Um. All right. The Burning Hammer, which is uh, made famous from Spanky Brian Kendrick. It is a torture rack reverse Death Valley driver. If if you're do- doing it to the ass end of the bread, it's the inside of the bread, not Oof. the outside. Outsides for the Death Valley driver. Insides for the Burning Hammer. Versus the RKO. Well, thanks for playing, Burning Hammer. The more devastating move, easily, is the Randy's Burning Hammer. Randy's won entirely too many championships. <laughs> You're number three right? all time for those who are counting at home. No thank you to anybody. I want to say number four now. I'm sorry, because you got... You got Nate's, you got Cena, Trips, and and uh, actually Randy and Trips are tied, right? At fourteen, Trips might it's have possible. fifteen. I don't, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. At any rate, yeah, he's in the go conversation. Yeah. That, if that la- if that if that last one, for, yeah, if if that last one for WrestleMania thirty two was fifteen, then yeah, otherwise it's fourteen. Ah. Uh. All right, here we go. Yeah, here, uh, RKO. Here we RKO for, on mine, please. R- R- RKO advances to the next round versus. Oh, man. I, I, I won't go there. Uh, Kill Switch versus the Stun Gun, also known as the Hot Shot. AKA the, uh, the, the, the Kill Switch, AKA the Unprettier. Okay, the Unprettier, yes. Against the Stun Gun. Mm. That, the Stun Gun. One television championship. Uh-huh. It became irrelevant, or more of a setup move later on in the career of the person that that was stunning. The right. hot shot was made famous by Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, and was and, and had better become. Uh, I mean, had later become a tag team specialty versus a single specialty. But gotcha. no championships were won outside of a television championship. Maybe a U.S. championship. Was that? Right. Or some regional championships. Yeah. Kill Switch? World championships. Tag team championships. It, it's Kill Switch for me just because of how it looks. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can stab a person's neck the wrong way doing a Kill Switch. <laughs> Factuals. Speaking like, of- you can break your nose easily. It takes a whole lot of trust to let somebody... Hey, Kill Switch. Speaking, uh, speaking of breaking necks the wrong way. Attitude adjustment, which is a fireman carry slam, uh-huh. versus the vertebraker. Mm. This first round of matchups is crucial. Obviously, the attitude adjustment has won more world titles than just about anybody. But the vertebraker is um, far more devastating. There's not even an far argument. more devastating, far more far more dangerous. Okay, put it like this. How many times have you seen the Vertebreaker hit in like a, a main event of a big five pay per view, just like a big big money situation? You if you if you saw it, you would only see it once. Right. Like that's not a move you're gonna keep going back to the well for. I, I can't. I can't with a clear conscience pick the Vertebreaker. I, I obviously it looks ridiculous. In, in, ter- in terms of the history of this business, as it, as it relates to how we how we construct our our criteria for winning, 
the vertebraker is everything that we represent, but it advancing goes against everything that we represent. I got the attitude adjustment. Second that, run it. Logic, man. <laughs> Fuck you, logic. If we don't, if we uh, don't apply it, it's gonna, it's gonna come back suave, to bite us in the ass. Suave, suave, suave. You about to hate this one? Oh shit. <laughs> Greetings from Asbury Park. Taking oh, on hell, my dog. Taking on, Come on Bam Bam. The Samoan drop. Greetings from Asbury Park and don't 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 do this. <laughs> and here's my reasoning. Yes, yes, I'm gang. I am Oos Gang. I have been put on the set in real life, not as a joke. A whole lot of fucking I, gang shit. I cannot recall the last person to use the Samoan drop as a finisher. Absolute factuals. Tatanka. Damn. As soon as soon as I said that, I came to my senses, and he's not a Samoan. <laughs> this is all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's gimmick infringement. You really owe the gang some money. All right. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. Greetings from Asbury. I had Park. greetings from Asbury Park as well. So <laughs> and and ironically, a Samoan, the Samoan that put me on the set, used that as a finisher. Shout out to OG Keish. And his his version of it, if you if you want to compare Bam Bam's versus Rikishi's, Rikishi's would be akin to how Aaron Anderson does the spine buster. He may not have done it first, but he definitely does it better. Then there's that. That just my is my personal opinion. Next round, here's another one. Lariat. Another one. You call uh, it the clothesline from hell. I'm encompassing that you. with all things Lariat. It's got more seasoning on it when you call it the clothesline from hell. But but specifically the clothesline from hell versus the brain buster. Shit. That's another one like Arn Anderson. When you Coco yeah, when it first happened. Facts. <laughs> talk, talk your shit. Uh, talk, come on, talk. Come there, on, talk there, your there, shit. There's, Coco. There's another one that was more recent in WWE where they just fell uh, straight. Shit, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero had a rolling brain buster. Eddie Guerrero used that shit as a setup for the frog splash. So, like, yeah. Yes. Like, the brain buster. Brain busters now look a lot like delayed suplexes. Yeah, the the and original. No one uses that as a finisher anymore. The original brain buster that that Arn Anderson would use, that Coco Ware would use, would be a straight vertical suplex move going straight mm-hmm. down, ninety like degrees. For those of you, for those of you who had Nintendos and played World Championship Wrestling, the one with the Road Warriors on the cover, <laughs> you'd get Michael Hayes to hit hit the brain buster, and that's exactly how they used to do it. Or if you play, or if you play pro wrestling, fighter Hayabusa. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's that's a whole lot of gangster shit. Yeah, the brain buster ain't what it used to be, so I can't put that smoke. I can't, I can't, and not with a clear conscience. Meanwhile, push, push setting push the forward. test of time is the lariat, knocking <laughs> motherfuckers down, keeping them down for three counts. Stan Hansen, JBL. Um, Stan Hansen's nickname is the Lariat. You see what I'm saying? Uh, what's what's my? I can, ma- I can give you I can give you them two and quit. But who else? Uh, for, former NWA World Heavyweight Champions, uh, uh, 
Trevor Murdoch. Uh-huh. Um, oh, man. Brody Lee, rest in peace. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God too. awful. That, that too. <laughs> let's, not, let's not forget that. Oh, Redbeard. He's he's done a couple in tribute to to Brody Lee. We we getting boys up out of here with that one. Oh, <laughs> that's high impact at its finest. Like I, no cap. And if JBL's no if JBL's on the microphone, please believe he's standing up anytime he sees one remotely close to his. I'm a wrestling god. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Close line from hell. I and just have to. This one's going to be moonwalk to the finals. Oh shit! The DDT. End of end of story. <laughs> just beat out the pump handle slam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Next, rock bottom, aka the bookend, versus the Swanton Bomb. Well, aka the Uranagi. Um, yeah, it's oh yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not way. Oh, the uh, the woman handle slam or the man handle slam. Yeah. Shout out to Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fucking around. Told you about this flippy do shit. All right, the gourd Buster. Uh huh. Versus the F5. Reverse, reverse suplex where you uh you're brought up into a suplex position and instead of going backwards landing on your back. You are brought forwards where the deliverer of the move lands on their knees. You land on your fr- the front of your torso. And from from basically your forehead down to your waist, you are impacted in a row. You're going to sexually assault the, the canvas. <laughs> versus, versus the F5, which is named after a tornado, a category of tornado. <laughs> For those of you who didn't know, that's where F5 comes on, from category F5. Made popular by Brock Lesnar, enhanced by Paul White as the F500. Damn, but um, yeah, I'm Lesnar, F5. Too many world championships between the two of them. Let's go with the F5. R- Red Arrow, as made popular by the Bastard Pack. We put a lot of top. We- we put a lot of top rope moves in this tournament, so I hope people are understanding that we we kept it kept it G. Versus a classic, this one it, this this one's so classic, like it comes with with a cloth to polish it. The slingshot suplex. Mm. The, sh- the slingshot suplex, for those of you not in the know, consists of a person being near the ropes. Lifting you up into a suplex position. As you get your legs vertical, the legs fall as you as the person holding the opponent in the air turns 90 degrees. Legs fall, hit the top rope, and they increase the leverage or the impact as you are slingshotted back up into the air and falling to your back. Usually resulting in a one, two, three, and they win for either a national champion, tag team champion, or television champion, that one name being named Tully Blanchard. <laughs> the Red Arrow, um, though, that one is just, it's its a crazy-ass flip twist move off the top rope, akin to a 450. It's, it's like a 450 with the twist. Kind, yeah, kind of, sort of. 
or for those who are familiar with the Phoenix Splash, where uh, like when Seth Rollins do it, he does it. He's facing the crowd on the top rope. Pat just turns around and faces the inside of the ring. Same, sort of the same movements, not quite the same, but you know, more, more, uh, more sister wife action. So who you got, Swab? You I was, got- I'm gonna surprise everybody. I'm gonna take the Red Arrow. Ooh. As much as I would love to see the supl- a sling- slingshot suplex advance, it's only recently that we've seen it come back, and that was when FTR was being managed by Tully Blanchard, and it went away. Just, it went away just as fast. So for that, of course, because yeah, Red Arrow does advance to the next round. All right, these two couldn't be in a better bracket. These two deserve each other. This is probably the most the most deserving bracket uh, that we have in this first round. You ready for this? Uh huh. The knockout punch versus the Asiatic spike. Mmm. Two banned moves that, if you brought them out <laughs> in a match, would instantly cause a victory by pinfall. True. I don't see the spike as being illegal, just because it's a it's a thumb strike to the neck. It's area. a thumb to the thoke. If it was to the Adam's apple, I'd see it as being illegal. Well, that, that and that was the illusion. But to the side of the neck, totally legal. Here's the thing with the knockout punch. So there's Johnny B. Bad, the kiss that don't miss. There's um, William Regal, who would use it with brass knucks. Power of the punch. Um, Big Show, aka Paul White, with uh, Weapon of Mass Destruction. The WMD. <laughs> yes. Technically, a closed fist to the mouth is illegal. Admonishable by referees. This is one of those where I got to side with the gang because the Asiatic Spike is, is Umaga. That's Uncle Eki. So, yeah. Spike. We t- we're talking... Uh, Umaga, we're talking uh, Maniac Matt Bourne, we're talking uh, the great Kabuki, the great Muda. Uh, you know, the mo- great Muda, my dog. <laughs> uh, who, who, uh, oh, Terry Bam Bam Gordy used it as a part of a sleeper, the shit in Omaki. Come on, fam. <laughs> yeah, Spike, it is. Uh, Come on, bro. And then finally, the last matchup in our first round. And I oh, know there's man. plenty that we've missed. Guess what? You got if you got smoke with us, hit us up. If you don't have you no emails or social media engagement leads me to believe that we are spot on and with the shit as we always have been. So this last round, yeah, the yeah. spinning back elbow, more notably known as the Judas Effect. Versus the go to sleep, the GTS. Ooh, GTS. I also have GTS. There are two people using spinning back elbows right now. A couple of people using the GTS right now. The GTS, by and large, has a longer, more time-tested resume, and that, sir, wraps up our first round. Woo. A lot, a lot of heat in that first round. We did all these playing we're going to do. We did all these playing we're going to do. 
this is this is where we get down to, to the nitty gritty. This is where the drama happens. We about to run them Strictly down. Pick em. 30, 32. Run it. We got the quarterfinals coming up. We about to run them down. Slide. Crossroads versus Styles Clash. I got Styles Clash. Me too. Run it. Diamond Cutter versus Scorpion Death Drop. I got Diamond Cutter. I do too. Run it. Damn. Batista Bomb. Pearl River Plunge versus the One Wing Angel. Ooh. Batista Bomb. Ooh. I got Batista Bomb. I got the bomb. I got the bomb. I got the bomb. Um, Sorry, Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, you need more people in your resume with, with that movie. Oh my God, you killed Kenny. You bastards. Bastard. Pack. You uh, bastard. <laughs> bastard Pack. Spinebuster versus Rude Awakening. Sorry, Arn Anderson, your teammate got you. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> mm. Ooh. Because neither one. Ooh, yeah, Rick Rude did win a world title. I don't know if he he didn't do it with the Rude Awakening, though, but he has, he's been a world champion. Frog Splash versus Perfect Plex. Frog Splash. I got Frog Splash, too, only because the, it didn't get more perfect than Mr. Perfect. Uh, the Stunner versus the Spear. Stunner. In five years, that'd be a different conversation, but for now, I got Stunner. It ain't gonna be different for me in five years, but go ahead. You'll understand why in five years. Angle Slam versus Razor's Edge. Mmm, Razor's Edge. I got Angle Slam. Coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> All not, right. Yeah, I'm not. I ain't doing nothing different. It's Razor's Edge for me. You yeah. pick Angle Slam, coin flip. Basically, yeah, that's what it is. That's how it goes. I'm going to it now. Uh, heads is angle slam, tails is uh, razor's edge. Going up, heads it is. Heads Damn. was angle. Oh, angle slam! Wow, trash. All right, trash. there we go. Power trash. bomb versus muscle buster. Ooh, power bomb. Going with power bomb on that one too. Damn, Joe. Pedigree versus Running Power Slam. Pedigree. Pedigree it is. Flying Elbow Drop versus Tombstone. Tombstone. Tombstone it is. <laughs> uh, Pile Driver versus RKO. What, say that one more time. Pile Driver versus RKO. RKO. I got RKO as well. Kill switch or unprettier versus the attitude adjustment. Attitude adjustment. More world titles. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah that's, if, if that's the criteria, I'm going with attitude adjustment. But man, that move is devastating. All right. Yeah, we. I'm with you though. It, that that's probably attitude adjustment is probably the most undeserving move to make it as far as it has in this turn. It's definitely the Cinderella. Definitely. If you guys haven't, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we're doing this by effectiveness, uh, the way it looks, who uses it, how well it's been protected, and how many championships. Uh, That's basically the criteria that we're judging these off of. Greetings from Asbury Park versus the Lariat. Clothesline from hell. Mm, clothesline from hell. Oh, bam, bam. I thought you was going to go deep in this tournament. Pause. It's, fu- it's funny how the basics could take out the more complex because I have, I have Lariat as well. Sometimes <laughs> simple is simple is what's needed. DDT versus the rock bottom. 
damn it. Fuck. Do I DDT? A, a well placed DDT is like fucking art. Rave you because when you hit it out of nowhere, there's that element of surprise. The rock bottom has sort of that same element. But, but you, but you knew, I, you when knew when you, you saw the rock bottom, it was the end. But you never know when you're going to see the DDT. Sometimes you see the rock bottom and it's the setup for the people's elbow. But if you fucking ran to see Jake Roberts hit a DDT, it's time to go home. I'll do you one better. There are certain people now with certain variations of the DDT that if you see them hit it, they could actually win a match with it if they decide to, to do so. The Impaler version of the DDT that Bobby Roode uses, the Double Arm DDT Future Shock that Drew McIntyre uses, the Paradigm Shift, which is a combination of... Uh, it's a double, double underhook. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Cactus the, Jack and his double arm DDT. Randy Orton with the IE DDT. Uh, what is the uh, the uh, Johnny Gargano with the Pendulum DDT? Uh, Tommaso Ciampa uses the uh, same same as Randy Orton. Yeah. Like, uh, nah. DDT. Yeah. DDT. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay, All right. I had a had a had a update. Uh, oh, no worries. All right, F five versus Red Arrow. F five. F five. It is. And then, man, I hate this is so. This is going to be so unceremonious for this one. Asiatic Spike <laughs> versus the GTS. Uh, GTS. Thank you for playing. We are now down. <laughs> To our round of the Sweet Sixteen, the Sweet Sixteen. We're in the Sweet Sixteen. Quarterfinal action. Uh, well, actually, oh, this ain't quarterfinals. Next round is quarterfinals. All right, Styles Clash versus Diamond Cutter. Diamond Styles Cutter. Clash. <laughs> Coin flip. It's <laughs> okay. All right. Go All right. Ahead. So this time it's going to be Styles Clash for heads, Diamond Cutter for tails. This is going to hurt. Go ahead. Heads, it is. Styles Which one was Clash. Heads? Styles Clash. That's some bullshit right there. Uh, that is some bullshit. BDP uh, worked too hard for you to do him like this. <laughs> if, if I'm positive. I'm positive that positively Paige is positively pissed. <laughs> uh, Batista Bomb versus the Rude Awakening. This don't make me choose. Rude Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go Frog ahead. Splash versus the Stunner. Stunner. Thanks for coming, Frog Splash. Stunner. Yep. Put up a hell of an effort. I thought you were gonna go further, but yes, yeah, the Stunner, bro. Get real. Angle Slam versus the Power Bomb. Power Bomb. Power Bomb. It is. Uh, let's see, Pedigree versus the Tombstone. Oh, that's tough. Let's because let, as, let, as, as a let's, finisher, let's think about finisher, this. Go ahead. The pedigree has won more world championships. True. The tombstone kept the streak intact. Right. If you're only thinking about those two people, I haven't. Seth used the pedigree to great success. I think he might have pulled off a world title with it. Uh, the only other person I know I can think of at the moment who used the tombstone as a finisher. Besides, you know, Brothers of Destruction will be uh, just incredible in ECW. 
And his kind of had a, a twisting variation to it. Kaz Okada has a twisting tombstone as well. Oh, well, look at that. Um, mm, tombstone was probably better protected. But that, pedi- the pedigree's been pre- hella protected, too. You don't typically kick out of that. And you see it coming from the, from the ropes, too. I got pedigree. Me, too. Run it. All right, RKO versus Attitude Adjustment. RKO. Uh, definitely RKO. Lariat versus the DDT. Specifically, the clothesline from Hell versus the DDT. DDT. DDT it is. As Jake Roberts would say, you can't DDT a man on the concrete. You kill him. You kill him. F5 versus GTS. Uh-huh. F5. F5. <laughs> GTS has more impact. F5 has more world championships. And there, now now we get down to the Nite Grite. Uh, the Elite Eight. St- Styles Clash versus Rude Awakening. Mm. Rude Awakening. I got I got Styles Clash. Simply, 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 simply. You're gonna try to ride this horse all the way to the final. I promise right, you. I promise you. I'm not. With, with coin, with I, I, I done picked up on your strategy. Anytime the Styles Clash comes up, we end up at a stalemate, and there's a coin flip, so it gives it an even better chance for the Styles Clash to fucking advance. Go ahead and flip this coin. Heads for Styles Clash. Styles Clash. Tails for Rude Awakening. Up in Let's the air, coming you. down. It is tails. Rude Awakening has taken out the Styles Clash. And I'm not mad For about it. For all you fat, out of shape, Pennsylvania piss ants, keep the noise down while I take my robe off and show you what a real sexy man is supposed to look like. Hit the music. <laughs> if this were Fuck in world class, mean. that would be accompanied by smooth operator. Alright. Um... That's hilarious. That, that might be the only man to have two nicknames at the same time. The smooth operator ravishing Rick Rude. Man. Stun, uh, the stunner That's versus crazy. the power bomb. Damn. Stunner. Stunner, yep. Stunner's uh, just too fucking iconic, but bruh. Powerbomb? Yeah, it's one of my man. favorites. Yeah, that, that's 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 gonna be around for as long as wrestling is here. P- the pedigree. If you get into a if you get into a street fight and you hit a powerbomb, you win. The pedigree versus the RKO. 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 I got two. DDT versus the F five. Ooh, I'm sticking with the DDT. I'm sticking with the DDT too. You can kick out of an F five, but a properly placed DDT, you may not wake up from. Facts. All right, twelve. The F the F five is only only damn near foolproof if one person does it. Anybody else? Not quite. It's sure. questionable. <laughs> All right, twelve. It's really questionable. Here, here we are for the semis. <sighs> the rude awakening, as carried uh-huh. by ravishing Rick Rude, versus the Stone Cold Stunner. Well, Rick, I tried. I, I got you as far as I could. It's the Stunner. That's it. It's amazing how two members of the Dangerous Alliance make it to the semifinal round, but m- moving to the finals. No, uh, no, no shit, right? <laughs> this, this, the stunner is moving to the finals here as it takes on the winner of 
the RKO and the DDT. Damn, bro. <laughs> the RKO can come out of nowhere. The DDT just it just it just hits you. It just hits you. I as as many world championships as the RKO has gotten people, I still got DDT on this one. I got RKO flip the coin. Oh shit. Alright. RK, RKO the is heads. The uh, DDT is tails. RKO is heads. DDT is tails. We're up in the air. RKO advances to the finals. Oh my God, son! <laughs> what an upset! Ah, to me, that's so an upset. So much drama. Oh yeah, man, it kind of is because you're thinking. If you're like me, you're thinking about Jake the Snake Roberts every time the word DD, the phrase DDT is brought up. Yeah, because the only other person to use DDT outside of Jake Roberts after Jake moved to the big time was Michael Hayes using it. You never saw and, anybody and else free, using it. And the Freebirds, most of the time when they did their DDT, it had that snap to it, but the opponent would kind of do a forward roll, where with Jake, they're laying out flat. Yeah, flat. So it adds to the the way he snaps it off, and then the opponent lays flat. It adds to the effectiveness of the move. The irony, Even Ravens had more of a tuck and roll to it. The irony to this one is the only, only other person to use a DDT after Jake used it, after Jake made it popular, and lay people out with it, Arn Anderson. Arn would drop some people with the DDT, and like I said, Raven. Raven had a the even the flow. Even DDT, flow was yeah, some, yeah, yeah. It was something else, and I and I think his size had a lot to do with the even flow's effectiveness. He lower center of gravity. Gotcha. For the finals, Stone Cold Stunner versus the RKO. I'm going Stone Cold Stunner. I know what you finna do, so we finna get this coin ready. You get the coin flip ready. Heads, Stone Cold Center, tails, RKO. For the championship, for the finals, the best finisher of all time. Nigga Steve. Tails, the RKO. Fuck this. No, no, no. I, under protest. Wait, wait, Suave. Nope. Suave, there's one, there's only one move that can trump an RKO in the, as a championship as the GOAT finisher of all time. What's that? The small package cradle. Show at BrokenBissleBC.com BrokenBissleBC at gmail.com That's the shit. That's the show right there. BrokenBissleBC on all things social. Suave. Take it to the motherfucking house. Small package cradle is the GOAT. <laughs> The show ends under protest and with a mystery man showing up. <laughs> you cannot That's beat like a small when, package cradle, bruh. <laughs> That's like when, when Lesnar just jumped in money in the bank at the end. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Hey. It's under it's under protest, so anybody hey, we need a write-in campaign. If you feel like the Stone Coast Thunder is the greatest finisher of all time, we need to hear about it. If you agree with the coin flip and you say the RKO is the greatest finisher of all time, we need to hear about it. Uh, pencil pushers until the next tournament 14 world championships can't it's be wrong <laughs> the, the bank statements from the attitude <laughs> <can't be> wrong. 
You have you have that many championships because you lost that many times. And meanwhile, we hold we holding belts for whole calendar years. You, Fuck you, mean you I carried did. this business. They went. Do you realize WWE went public off the strength of the Stone Cold Stunner and the guy who was giving it to to people? I'm just saying, like some of that has to come into account. It still would have lost to a small package cradle. Take us to the house. <laughs> Small package. <laughs> uh, pencil pushers. Heads up. Pencils down. Swerve, no strickling. This is the worst tournament we've ever done. <laughs> worst. Absolute worst. There's I'm not telling anybody that no, I'm not telling nobody who won this bitch. Garbage. No. <laughs> under under motherfucking protest. Ah, it gets no better. Yeah, the belt's vacant. Yeah. <laughs> At WWE vacant wins again. Yeah, fuck what you got going on. This is a lie. Oh, shit.